This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. Um, yeah, I want to thank all of you all for being here tonight, uh, especially after we have endured yet another um, a strange apocalyptic winter storm that put our town in for a loop um, and left so many of us stranded in our homes and some of us also without power. I hope we can pray for those people tonight. Um, in the Lear household, my wife Lucy and I have been anxiously waiting for her parents to arrive from Scotland. But due to the weather and some plane troubles that happened today, they are still currently airborne. That being said, their flight is landing at 8.30 this evening, so I will be keeping this homily very short because we have to get somewhere. Um, being a seminarian has been a wonderful experience for me so far, uh, but I've found that it can be hard to walk the line between how to best exegete a specific text in five to ten minutes, all the while trying not to feel like my words are being written by an AI machine, uh, especially with longer passages that have so many interesting sections we might want to take a deeper look into. For instance, I think we could spend a significant amount of time understanding the sacrificing of the two birds at the temple when Jesus was presented. I personally imagine an argument over uh, whether one should use turtle doves or pigeons for such an act and the efficacy of each bird. And I kind of wish Monty Python had done a sketch about this. Also, Mary and Joseph are just trying to do what is required by law, by the law of Moses, and yet they are being bombarded by strangers at the temple talking about their child. It honestly all feels a little chaotic. But then I saw it, and we just heard a beautiful rendition of it by the choir, the Song of Simeon, or as we choir folk more commonly call it, the Nuc Dimittis. From the age of 10, I was a choir boy, who then turned into an organist, uh, before I finally decided to go down the rabbit hole of seminary. So I should be able to knock this one out of the park, right? Only thing is, do I even know what these words that I have sung so many times actually mean? How bizarre is that? I can't even make sense of something that, to many choir people, is Music 101. And so that's where I fell today with this passage. So often when we spend time reading scripture um, or through our own lens or as just a part of the service or of the music, we often forget the lens of those who were actually experiencing it all. Can you imagine being Mary and Joseph in this moment and some strange man interrupts your purification ceremony for your son to pick him up and swing him around and say, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. It's a pretty shocking image to behold. I know for us, the idea of some random person speaking and lifting up a child would cause a lot more anxiety than is apparent within the scripture. For those of you who were there for the baptism on Sunday, 
Imagine if someone in the congregation just walked up here and took the baby and just shook it around. It would have been wild. However, Simeon had been bestowed a mission of sorts, some might even call it a curse, of not being allowed to see death before he laid eyes on the Messiah. That is a terrifying prospect. And I imagine that Simeon didn't get an exact date on when that was going to happen. So it's quite a leap of faith. But what we know about Simeon's proclamation is that he knew that Jesus was the Messiah, even when he was simply a child. For us, it can be quite daunting to hear these passionate accounts of encountering Jesus when he was a child. Simeon's words carry a significant amount of weight that is not easily deciphered in our world today. I like to think that that is why we put words like this to music, so that people can try to express what such words mean to them so that others might see it as well. So, how do we use what Simeon said in our own lives? In the 21st century, and in the aftermath of another winter storm here in Austin, Texas. Well, Simeon saw Christ and he proclaimed it. He said, Mine eyes have seen your salvation, a light. And we know that because of all that Christ did. We are able to experience his presence too. So my invitation to you today is to seek and proclaim. Look for where God is and proclaim it. God's light can be seen in neighbors helping one another out, in friends offering you a space to keep warm because your power is out. It can be seen in so many different places, and by proclaiming it, either to ourselves or to others, we can begin to recognize it in more and more places. Whether it is scriptural, musical, or the latest bizarre weather event, we are all seeking lights of revelation that might help illuminate our journeys as Christians and people of this earth. I know I am, and I recently admitted to my classmates that I find some of my best inspiration in this work is by asking questions. I like to think that Simeon did this before encountering Jesus in the temple, and y'all would be crazy to think that Jesus didn't have a question or two after such an experience. I wonder about such things. What did Jesus think about all of this? Was he aware of the role he was meant to play before or even after Simeon shared these words with his earthly parents? The questions are limitless. We are all on our own journeys with God, and I invite you to find whatever is helpful for you in seeking God's light. Whether that be asking questions like myself or finding community or even cooking good food, God is ever-present with us. And it is there that I think we can find something to take with us today. What does being a Christian mean to you? What about it brings you joy? And where might you let your inner thoughts be revealed to this wonderful community of faith? Let the Spirit show you a light of revelation to help you grow on this journey we have set out upon with Jesus. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.